Girl, you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. In this episode, we're going to talk about why you need to be very careful about letting a man get a vote in your career. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't want to be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of explaining how it feels when you've made peace with being single. And Wonderful Life is not about trying to get you to prefer singleness. I don't prefer to be single. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40 and that hasn't happened for me. And that's always been a real source of sadness in my life because for me, part of a fulfilling life would be to be a wife and a mother, but that hasn't worked out. And I finally got to the point where I said, well, uh, my singleness does not seem to be changing and it might not change. And I just wanna be happy. And that's what Wonderful Life is about. It's about learning how to be happy while you're single, even if you're not happy because you're single. One of the biggest mistakes I ever made was I had met a man who lived on the other side of the country. My mom introduced us and it was sort of a whirlwind courtship. And we decided we wanted to be together. And so at his suggestion, I put my house on the market. I packed up all my stuff. I resigned my job and prepared to move out to the West Coast to be with him. He flew out to the East Coast where I live to help me finish up packing. And then we were going to go together to the West Coast. I was moving and he got out here and changed his mind. In fact, he had taken me to dinner this one night because the realtor was showing my house and we couldn't be there. And over dinner, he said, um, I really don't think this is such a great idea. So I'm going to actually go home tomorrow and I don't think you should move. I had quit my job and I had never done anything like that before, but I really felt like this is my guy. Like this is it. I'm getting my happy ending. And then the next morning he was on a plane and he left and I was at my house with a for sale sign in the yard, boxes everywhere. I had to call the moving company and cancel the truck. So I lost the money on that, which that wasn't a big deal. What was a big deal was the fact that I had no job and no income. And fortunately, I'm a good financial manager. And so I had saved up money. I'm also highly employable. And it didn't take me long before I was on interviews and frankly, I secured a, an even better job. But I was so embarrassed and I felt so humiliated that not only was it yet another failed relationship, but this time I had quit my job because I thought that I had found love. I can promise you from that day, hence, I have never ever let a man weigh in or vote on anything about my career because I'm very clear that as a single woman, I don't have any provision except myself. Now, I do wanna say that my dad is a very loving and generous man. And at that time, he told me, cause I was panicked. I mean, it's one thing when you rent an apartment, but when you have a mortgage and you have just quit your job, it's scary. 
And my dad was so sweet. He said, honey, I'm not ever going to let you lose your house. But my dad and I don't have a relationship where he's financially supporting me. Why? Because I'm not a child. I'm his offspring. And at some point, your offspring needs to spring off. And, and my dad has been there for me when I've needed it. But he didn't buy my first house. He didn't give me that down payment. He doesn't support me financially on a regular basis. Why? I'm a working adult. So my point is that I'm real clear as a single woman that if I want to retire, if I need to be able to provide for myself in my old age or if my health declines, providing myself for myself now, that's on me. I have to do it. Now, I've made a sort of diet version of that mistake, meaning a large source of my income is consulting work. And I charge sometimes by the hour and sometimes by the project. And I have made the mistake sometimes where when I'm in a new relationship and I'm excited and I just want to spend all my time with this guy, because look, I don't want to be a workaholic. I don't want to just be focused on my career. I want a husband and a family. And if you want that, you can't spend all your time at the office. You have to be available to be in a relationship. But what I've done in the past is sometimes I'll put my consulting work on the back burner because I want to spend more time with the guy. And then when it doesn't work out, the relationship is gone and I have given up income. Now, if you're actually married to a man and you have a prenuptial agreement that benefits you, if you guys split up, and if your agreement in the marriage as a couple is that you're not going to work or you're only going to work part-time, and if he is providing for you and there's a guarantee that you're going to be provided for if the marriage ends or if he dies, then that's, that's one thing. But otherwise, you don't want to give up your ability to provide for yourself and if you have children. One of my girlfriends was married for 25 years to a man who was very successful, quite wealthy, he took very good care of her. And he was revising his will, but she came home one day and he'd had a heart attack and he was dead on the floor. And it was devastating and shocking and she just loved him so much. Um, but the will that was in effect, it was the original will, he was changing it, but that wasn't completed, so at the time of his death, the original will is what stood, and he left everything to his adult children. And she got nothing, except for whatever they deemed to give her. And I don't believe that that was her husband's intention. He had shared with her and with some close friends that he was changing the will to make sure she was provided for, but sadly, he died before that happened. And after 25 years of marriage and loving him and loving his kids, she was left with zero. One of my other girlfriends met someone and, you know, kind of a whirlwind, like, oh my God, we're in love. You know, we know it's right. Da, da, da. And they got married and about, you know, a year into the marriage, she discovered he had a criminal record, which by the way, I found with one internet search. And his criminal record was uh, pretty frightening and very recent. Uh, it, this is a felony that he committed about three months before he met her. And now, as it turns out, he's a very controlling person. It, it was a financial crime, and he's very controlling about the money. And so she has her own business, and all of the money that she brings in, he takes it from her. And But he wants her to stop working. But he 
doesn't have a good career because he's a criminal. And she is thinking about shutting down her business because he doesn't like the fact that she's at work every day. What you gonna do the next time he commits a crime and he goes to jail and you can't earn any money? I mean, this is serious. One of my other girlfriends has been dating a guy and he's another financial train wreck. And he pretty much invited himself to move into her apartment and she was like, okay. And now he's complaining about her job. He doesn't like the fact that she works at this one particular job because her ex-husband's sister works at this same job and he doesn't want her hanging out with the ex-husband's sister. He's jealous, so he wants her to quit. But he cannot pay his own bills and he certainly can't pay her bills, but he wants to control her ability to make money and not to mention the fact that that's family too. And listen, I know a lot of women really have a fantasy and really dream about meeting Mr. Right and I can stay home and just take care of our kids and be a housewife and I don't wanna work or I can work when I want to or work part-time. And back in the day, that was feasible. First of all, families could make it on one income. Secondly, the social contract was different. Divorce was not as widespread. It was not as socially acceptable to be divorced. There was more pressure to stay together, especially if you had children. And the social contract was, husband goes to work, works a full-time job, comes home at night, brings home the money, takes care of the yard and any home repairs. And wife stays home, she does like the PTA, she does some volunteer work, she's gonna cook, she's gonna clean, and she's gonna do the majority of the child rearing. That was the social contract. But now divorce is much more prevalent. And even if you don't get divorced, what if your husband dies unexpectedly? Or what if he becomes disabled and he can't work? One of my girlfriends, her husband was injured and he could not work. So he was on disability, which was very little money. And she hadn't been working because she was staying home with the kids. She had to go try to find a part-time job and she really didn't have any skills because she hadn't been working. So they were eking by on his disability and whatever she was making at her part-time job. And it was really hard. And listen, a lot of men want you to keep working. That's maybe why they fell in love with you is because you're a vibrant, happy, successful career woman. Look at George Clooney. Part of the reason he says that he loves Amal so much, he respects her. She's a successful human rights attorney and he loves that about her. And you have to remember that when you're in a relationship where you have no income, except for what your husband is bringing in, it is very possible that he will use that to control you and he'll throw it in your face. I think all of us know at least one woman who has had it said to her, well, I'm, it's my money. I'm the one who brings this in. And I've known many women who are trapped in bad marriages because they don't generate enough of an income on their own and they can't afford to leave. And you know what? I think that's really sad because at least as a single person, I can have hope and I can think like someday I might meet a good guy and I might get married. But if you're already married to a not great guy, you're stuck. So what I say is don't be so willing to give away your ability to provide for yourself. And again, as I said, if your husband, for any reason, if you lose his income, 
it may be important for you to have the ability to bring in money for your family. But don't throw away your ability to earn income. Now, some women that I've known will be with a man who want, he wants to work part-time or he wants to be a house husband, and you can do what you want to with that. If that is something that appeals to you or that you're, maybe you've been in that situation and you enjoyed it where you go off to work every day and he stays home with the kids, if, that, if you like that and that works for you, fantastic. That's not what I want. And for me, I don't want to support a man financially. Now, he doesn't have to support me. I want to keep working, but I don't want to have to support him while he sits around and plays video games and carpools the kids. And usually one of two things starts to happen when you out-earn your man. Number one, he will resent you. Or number two, he will turn into a juvenile, which is He's just gonna spend the money you make and he's gonna do what he wants to do while you're at work every day. And then if you do the reverse, which is where you say, look, I'm bringing in the money and you're home all day and I expect you to clean up and do the dishes and whatnot. Well, I'm gonna just tell you, if you want a masculine man and you get into that kind of dynamic, you're basically emasculating him. And then that goes back to point number one, he's going to resent you. Now, like I said, you can do what you want to with all this. But I feel that part of a wonderful life is you have a sense of peace and security. So you're not going out into the world or into a relationship coming from a place of, I need this, I need you to take care of me, I need your help, I need you to rescue me. You're coming from a place of peace and security and you're not worried and you're not stressed out. But the only way to do that is you have to be financially stable but you don't wanna give that up, especially for a man that you're not even married to yet because he's not providing for you. That's why for me, I don't let men weigh in on what I do with my career or my money because I am not married and any man that I know is not supporting me, they are not paying my bills and therefore they don't get a vote. Now, I wanna know how you feel about this. How do you feel about letting a man weigh in on your income or your career, especially if you're not married yet. Put that in the comments and let us know how you feel. Wonderful Life is a dialogue, not a monologue, and we'd love to hear from you. We release a new blog every Friday at wonderfullife.com, and we also have some fun new merchandise, so you can go to wonderfullife.com and check that out. And make sure you join us next time right here on Wonderful Life.